Yo, I'm Caesar Walker, the Cool Calm Collector One, and I'm joined by none other than Ronnie Gatry, the Emotional One. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well-articulated nonsense. And uh, we want to. <laughs> That's my cue. Gotcha. He was late on it, so I just went on. It was a, it was a delay. Anyway, we want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Uh, there are many platforms on which you can listen to us on, starting with iTunes. We salute you guys. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave comments. Show love. If you're listening to us via SoundCloud. Um, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Update on iTunes, something I discovered this week. Um, in iTunes, we were listed as Tipping Point, all one word. Mm-hmm. So made a change to the Tipping Point, T-H-A, just to keep everything uniform as we can. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I figure it'd be easier for people to find us there. Because they're not typing it all one word. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. Cool. Um, if you're listening to us via SoundCloud, please follow us there. Um I think Spotify, or where are we? We are on other platforms as well, but there's a website that can lead us to all of those, right? What's Correct. that website? TheTippingPoint.com. T-H-A, TippingPoint.com. Also, too, we're on social media, which you can also find on our website. But if you just want to go straight to those, uh, it's what? T-H-A, TippingPoint. Correct. One word. Correct. On Instagram. Yes. As well as Twitter. Because real men don't tweet. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Any anything else you got? Any other? No, that's it. All right, get Walker. We finally made it. We we've <laughs> there's a lot a of obstacles in the way this this weekend. And by the way, we want to wish everyone a happy Labor Day weekend. I hope you had a wonderful weekend because by the time this comes out, the weekend will have subsided. Hope it was a safe, wonderful, relaxing weekend for you and your family and friends. Uh, Gat, how are you doing, sir? Doing well. Do you know what Labor Day is for? Do I know what it's for? Yeah. Like, it's for me to be off okay. of work and okay. enjoying time with my family. You know I don't crazy. ask questions. There's a reason behind Labor Day that I'm not aware of and I'm not going to get into now. I just think it's real crazy that uh, most people are just walking away, walking away, taking the off day and just kind of doing what they do. But anyway. Um, Why would you share that? Huh? Why would you share that? There's no value there? You want to share no, that? No, there's absolutely no value. No one cares. Do you know? Uh, black people like yourself only circle Labor Day on your calendar so you know when not to wear linen or white. Anyway. Um. Now that you've gotten that off your chest, how do you feel? <laughs> Affirmed. Like you've been sitting on that one for a minute. I like my linen. It is still hot after Labor Day. Okay. Big guys like me still need to cool off as much as they can. Well, wear it. No, I'm not a rule breaker. Uh, But you're not black either, so why does it apply to you? Oh, touche. Okay. We're in all white linen tomorrow. Go for it. Into the (laughs) office? Where else? (laughs) (laughs) Not to the classic. That was where you you couldn't wait. To... <laughs> hey, um, what was the last time I told you that you tried? <laughs> Four seconds ago. Four seconds ago. Yes. Dang it. Um, anyway, but all all this is good with you, man. Yeah, Walker. Um, how about you, man? Yeah, I'm all right. You're always in here. Yeah. Uh, adulting. It's just adulting. What do you it mean? There's nothing exciting about that. 
just wait. Wait, nothing exciting about adulting? Yeah. And Walker, this is this is where I have such a line drawn in the sand with you that I just cannot understand. Like, you don't understand how glorious your life is right now. Okay. You know? And I'm not it, complaining. But you should be excited. <laughs> that I had to go get a new battery this morning? <laughs> oh! <laughs> and then it took an hour for me to get it? It took an hour for them to put the battery on? Walker. Semantics, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm grateful that I can afford a battery on the right. spot. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want you to think but I'm not grateful, but man, I mean. <laughs> what? Dude. Dude, you have blessings. I'm not saying I don't. Yeah, so what I'm you not saying I don't. So what are you saying? I'm saying you have a lot to be smiling about. Okay, and You I shouldn't smile. come into this studio with a adult. No. You know what you should say, Walker? Mm-hmm. When I say, how are you doing? You say, man, life is great. Don't you miss it, Ronnie? Hey, when we open this podcast, I address myself as what now? The cool, calm, and collected one. And you are? The emotional one. And you're asking me to be emotional? You can extract the emotions and just focus on the message. Can you do that? Can you do that? No. Okay. Someone has to do it. You're better than me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The listeners thank you as well. (laughs) Thus, expectations being higher. Okay. What was your point of this? I just I just think you should be coming in, hopping and skipping. And when I ask you how are things going with you, I should like it should the, never be an adulting. Oh, okay. It should be mad. I'm blessed. Thank I'm you. blessed and highly favored. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. A battery walker, really? Yeah. A battery. Mm-hmm. We talking about batteries. <laughs> anyway. Walker, let me tell you something that happened at happened to me at work this week. <laughs> we you you called it reverse code switching, which I think is highly accurate. Okay. So um, my bladder's full at this point, so I'm walking to the restroom to relieve myself. So I very descriptive. I but I guess no other way to to, to introduce well, this. I don't hang out in the stalls like you do. <laughs> <laughs> and how would you know that unless you're hanging out in the stalls with me? <laughs> Finish. <laughs> At any rate, Walker. <laughs> um, so I'm on my way to the restroom, and I encounter a Caucasian male coworker. Okay. And as he's walking past me, he gives me, and we don't have video yet, but he gives, he chunks the deuces, hits him on his chest two times, just like that, just like that. How old is this guy, <laughs> dude? He is probably 38, 39. So we're close to the same age. <laughs> okay. Continue. He's like, he's like, run, run. What's up, brother? He's never done this to me in the 10 plus months I've been there. Never. You've been there 10 months. Yeah, it didn't seem like that That's long. That's crazy. Jeez, right? That, more on that later. Yeah. Um, he's never done that. So I was like, okay, well, it's it's Friday. Everybody's trying to coast into the weekend. Whatevs, right? So, um, <laughs> how long has he been wanting to do that? <laughs> yeah, like, the, <laughs> like the day, the day, the day. It's the day. <laughs> Seizure opportunity. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Thursday's like, it, 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 <laughs> oh, no, too soon. <laughs> Today feels right. <laughs> oh man, that's so, hilarious. So you know, it's it's goofy or whatever, but it's like, ah, okay, whatever. There's a Caucasian male, approximately eight paces behind me, right? Oh, is this Caucasian male? Hmm. How old is this Caucasian male? The one eight paces behind mm-hmm. me. Uh, he's 
probably he's a younger guy. He's in like his early twenties. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, gotcha. he's pretty much a guy. Even better. Continue. Yeah. So he and so the same guy who gave me the deuces on the chest. Uh huh. What's up, bro? Um, same guy encounters the other younger. Stop here. You gotta pause. So what did you do when he when he does that to you? Did you did you say that? What's up, man? Like so you did so so you were just like, hey, what's up, man? In and my mind, I'm like, that's super corny, and it could be a little pointed, but again, bladder full. You don't break. You don't even break pace. You're no, just like, yeah, hey, let's, like, okay. I've got to go and handle some business, right? Sure. Um, so I'm like, I didn't really give him any body language. But I was like, right. That's what I wanted to. Wink gun. You know, like a like Carlton. Hey. Accurate. That is so. You look like a wink and a gun guy at work. Gross. That is disgusting. I didn't really wink at the gun, but I was like, "Hey, man, have you ever done that?" Yes, okay. I do it a lot. You look like a wink at the gun kind of guy. Can I get over the story? Oh my god, you are disgusting. What's wrong with the wink at the gun? Well, never mind. That's that's a, that's. Accurate again, accurate. Continue. I'm sorry. You have a story to tell. Yes, thank you. So didn't break stride, you know, whatever. Gave him his whatever. So younger, younger Caucasian male, mm-hmm. a few paces behind me. Don't know where he's headed. Um co-worker walks up to him. Hey man, how are you doing? I mean, comes in with a handshake and everything. Now, this is a guy we all work together, like he knows him. Mm-hmm. Well, how's it going? <clears throat> mm. And so I stop. I mean, and I'm like a pace and a half from the door of the even, restroom. Even your bladder says, hold up. Yeah, like. Hold on, Gat. You know that. I wish I'm I had good, the no, sound effect. No, the, Gat, I'm good. The you, record. St- yeah, yeah. You, you got to handle this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I stop and I turn around and let's just say, let's just say his name's Mike. Um, I said, Mike, what, what was up with that? Oh. What's up with what? Yeah. What, what, do, what do you mean? What? Let me ask you this. Yeah. When people do that, do they know full well what you're talking yes, about? Yes. Yes. They're just playing. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, hey, Mike. I agree with you, by the way. <laughs> you gave old Jake here a totally different greeting than you gave me. I'm calling him out right here and right here and there. Like, whatever. He's like, no. No, Ronnie. I just, you know. I was like, no. I was like, no, dude. You gave come me, on, you, gave on, me you gave me, you gave me two fingers, pounded against the chest, head nodded me and said, what's up, brother? With an A, not even an ER. Let me but, ask you, this is, a, this is a good question, but I okay. want you to finish your story. Okay. But I was like, but to him, you gave, you gave him like a corporate handshake, warm, you know, more refined greeting. First, like, first day on the job greeting. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, dude, not that, not that I'm against it, but what's up with that? Like, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean anything. But I, I mean, I just, it's how I greet people. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, you know, I was just like, well, I thought it was odd. You know, I got, I got a little bit more flavor on my greeting than this guy got. You said urban. Yeah, you, urban. Sorry. You said sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, got a more urban greeting. You know. And, and he's just, he he's just kind of looking through me. Deer in headlights? Yeah. Frozen? Frozen. <clears throat> so you just walked off? No. So y'all just, so it's a standoff. It's a- <laughs> Urine running down my slacks. <laughs> I mean business. 
like, no, no, Ronnie, I didn't, I didn't mean anything by it. You know, I was just, I don't know, man. I saw you and I was pumped up. So I, I guess I gave you a little more pumped up greeting. He says, you aren't pumped up about Jake? And Jake's right here, too. And Jake thinks this is funny. He says, you aren't pumped up about Jake? Well, it's not that one pumped up about Jake. Like, you know, Ronnie, you're like, you know, you're like the life of the party around here, man. Like, we love you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. Slow turn back to the restroom. So, yeah, reverse code switching. So in that moment. <laughs> so in that moment. So in that moment, like, what what made you what made you ask the question? Because, again, old you would have been back at your desk by now. You you and I disagree Internali- on this. Internalizing a lot. True. You and I disagree on this, but my my partic- my my personal answer to that question is this podcast. I feel like it's giving me a voice and a, a confident voice at that. Okay. I've, I've learned the many lessons I've learned on this podcast is <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being black. <laughs> you didn't know that before? It's not that I didn't know it. I just wasn't confident in it. Hmm. You know? I gotcha. So now it's just like... You felt like you couldn't be authentically yourself. Yeah. On the And, and, and that's, uh, again, a lot of people feel that way. But Walker, the thing which is... Which we'll get to later on in this podcast. Right. But authentic me is not threatening and it's definitely not um, classic black man. Says who? Oh, touche. Says who? Touche. And I think a lot of us feel that way, so we just don't even go there in so many places because you don't want to be the angry black man, black right. woman, whatever, when you express yourself or you notice something that's a little, as you put it, odd. Right. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So gotcha. it's like you you don't, you can't you be confrontational. You can't be either. confrontational. Right. Which is, you know. Which I was, I think. Sure. But you noticed was- something that was particular. And, and, and to your point, he justified you even questioning him by denying that his how he treated you was different than Jake. Right. From State Farm. Well, I've been wanting to say that for so long since you mentioned Jake. But anyway, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, okay, what's up with that? Like, I'm only you you only give me the hey, what's up, brother? By the way, is it what's more offensive, the ER or the A? I think the A is more. More offensive? Yeah, because it because just it just gives those clues to Ebonics. That's black. Is that black privilege? Yeah. You can't. Br- well, what about brother? But I don't know. The ER. ER means you're. A, okay. A means you're trying too hard. Right. ER means what though? Because it's not. That's not particularly. Is that how think, we, think, re- we receive it? ER. Better? I think ER says you mean it. Really? I think so. What's up, brother? Yeah. Because my my son has a brother. He does not have a brother. <laughs> My sisters have a brother. They do not have a brother. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. You see how you see how closely connect brother sounds? Sure. Your family, Walker. Read, listen to this microphone. So they don't mean the same thing. No. What does bro- brother mean? Brother is I just want to be down. Well, what if you just want to be down? Then ask to be down. How does he know? He don't mean I know how to ask that. I don't know how to ask that. He didn't know how to greet you. This this man has greeted me countless times since I've been here. And Friday was the day that he felt that I was I'm in there. He got no job. <laughs> but nice. <no, it's... laughs> oh no. 
I don't know. Okay. Blame it on the weekend, I guess. So reverse code switching. Yeah, with that the light guy. Yeah, I get. I think I'll survive. Well, we know one thing for sure. What's that? He ain't doing that again with you. <laughs> well, if he does, it's on him. You're not even brothers anymore. <laughs> Keep us up to date on how he speaks to you. From I got you. Okay, that would be funny. Anyway, <laughs> so I thought I'd share that. Um, let's let's talk about let's let's transition into uh, other controversial topics. Um, Chappelle, Netflix special. Never heard of the guy. Never heard of the guy. Do tell. Ooh, let me. We got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> heard of a movie called Half Baked? Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy. There you go. Let me stop. Let me stop. No, <laughs> but um, no, he did it. He did a. Well, you can, you can lead it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Chappelle released it earlier this week or last week, technically now, um, a special on Netflix, a comedy special. Uh, but this was different than a lot of the other comedy specials we've seen Chappelle do, namely on Netflix. Chappelle is doing what I believe Walker only Chappelle can, and that's really putting some hardcore issues on the table and making light of every last blasted one of them and sticks and stones is the name of that there you go there you go and this this guy this this man excuse me is just beyond beyond any other stratospheres in terms of talent like he he can walk in a room and he's gonna get laughs out of everyone in there you know it's just not many people have that he's one of the greats he's not the goat but he's one of the greats right some people say he is. Well, we're not here for that conversation. We're here to we're here to talk about the documentary. Um, so, uh, you know, I traveled I traveled to Atlanta on the weekend and I listened to a majority of it on my way back. Right. And um, what what was great was um, I got to watch the rest with my wife uh, Saturday night, who had yeah. never heard of Dave Chappelle, mind you. <laughs> but and before you guys throw rocks at her, she lives under one. Yes. Okay. So don't don't yes. be easy on the wifey. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it was, it was, it made me feel good to watch it with my wife, even though I was very apprehensive because, you know, the language isn't the best sure. and my wife's really sensitive to that. Sure. But to see her like keeled over laughing, I'm like, man, this Chappelle guy's like legendary status with, I mean, if he can make my wife laugh, who, who dismisses most content, if it's got F-bombs in it, you got something special there. Absolutely. So, um, it, with, with all that out the way, Walker, I, you know, we we've got he hit he had a lot of he hit a lot of um, hot button topics in this comedy special, but um, I'm going to start off with one that kind of resonated under our roof, if you will, all right. and got some somewhat of a general, generally good conversation going. Um, Chappelle, it, it, oh, can I say what he said? Are we are we going to spoil it? But we'd definitely be spoiling it because a lot of people haven't seen it yet. Okay, so what should I do here, Walker? Just generally talk about the issue of what he, what he what he discussed. Okay, so he he talked about gun control, mm-hmm. you know, and in his in his mindset, how to how to deal with gun control, right? And it was a very short and pointed answer. That hilarious, but it was, it hilarious. was hilarious. But but Walker, what it did was. You know, as as my wife's catching her breath after from laughing so hard, <laughs> you know, after it was over, it was like, man, he he's got a point. Like we were laughing at it, but if they were to resort to that, <laughs> and I'm trying not to ruin it, but right. if they were to do what Dave said, it something may we actually got a solution. We yeah, have. something may come up, and I hate that that's the truth, but man, you know, right. and I just find that to be the case with so many different topics that he put on the table. 
in this comedy special. I think what makes this special so incredible to me is that he left no stone unturned in terms of what we're not supposed to talk about. Right. To call, and and, and I, I, I will mention this, but to refer to the LGBT community as the alphabet people. He went in. I fell out my seat, dude. Dude, but nobody can do that. I mean, they took up 20% of the alphabet. <laughs> dude, but but think, think about it, Walker. Think about it. <laughs> that was hilarious. But think about it, Walker. This thing released Wednesday, maybe Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Have you heard any backlash on social media about it? There has been backlash. Has there? But have you heard of it? Yes. Really? I have. From the LGBTQ community? From the LGBT? Um, oh, from them. Yeah. There has been backlash, but I can't say if, if it's been from them. You would know. You would hear it. If That's it's what been. I'm to saying. To your point. That's to what your I'm point. Yes. That, that and shows I, you the power of Chappelle. To, to me, yes, dude. I feel that because we're in this day, I call the age of outrage, where we just got, we get outraged. We can't disagree. I have to be outraged about your difference of opinion. Right. 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 To the point to where it's almost inter, interwoven with cancel culture. Right. Right. They're cousins. Pretty much. Or brothers. Second cousin, first cousins, right? So. <laughs> I got it. I see what you did there. Thank you. Um, but no, like they, for him to, I feel like we're killing comedy because we have these sacred cows that we can't even talk about stuff. So now comedy is reduced to knee slap humor. Like I got to get up and just either talk about myself or act, heart. Act, act goofy or do all these sort. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't talk about issues and and listening to comedians talk one of the things that comedians they're wired differently right so a lot of comedians just internally they are looking for a way to cope with life Hmm. and their way of coping with life is humor okay right? right so the task of many comedians is what's an effed up thing and how can I take that effed up thing and make it funny? Right. Because if I can make it funny, I can normalize it. Right. And the right. logic behind many comedians is if I can't make fun of you, I'm acknowledging that something is really wrong with you. Uh, if we're all equal as you want us to be, and if you want us all to be treated with respect, then you got to get these jokes the same way someone else will get these jokes. Right. Right? No one's off limits in that regard. But the idea is if I can bring about a point that goes against conventional wisdom and make you laugh, I've done my job. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, the psychology of, of comedy and to see someone like Chappelle go down the list of these don'ts, that you these sacred cows... And get laugh after laugh after laugh after laugh. Who does that? Amazing. Who does that? Amazing. Brilliant. Brilliant. People who don't really care about Chappelle like that was like, no, this was stellar. Yeah. This was stellar. Uh, my wife included. 
Absolutely. <laughs> She's leading the charge. Yeah. So yeah, man, it was it was a great special. Walker, one one other thing that I thought he brilliantly put together that I never thought of. Mm-hmm. And again, I can't I can't reveal too much out of the um, respect of our listeners. But the the lack of correlation between the impact of the N-word. Oh. That could end in A or E R. And then the impact of using the F word, not the one that ends in K, but the ones that ends in T. Dude, that rhymes with maggot. Yes, Walker, I never thought about that. Love it. Beautiful. I never, man. Beautiful. Walker, I was like, this man, man, I mean, he's. I hate to say it, but he's got to preach it to a degree. Absolutely. It's a TED Talk. Yeah. It's a hilarious TED Talk. <laughs> it's a, that's all, that's, now, that, that's his approach. I don't use either term, but you see what happens, you know, when people do. Mm-hmm. And you see what, you see one that's kind of freely just, you know, right. thrown about between some of us. And you've got another one that's like, ooh, I'm not. <laughs> right. He may Absolutely. be gay, but I'm not going to refer to him as a F word. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I never thought about that. But anyway. No, no. He, he, Brilliant. Again, again, going down each one was an Anthony Bourdain. Yes. He opened with that. <laughs> Fam. Fam. But but you think about it. Brilliant. That That's brilliant. That's exactly what he was getting brilliant. paid handsomely to do. Who wouldn't brilliant. want that? Brilliant. <laughs> Dude, he he comes out the gate with that, and I'm like, you know what I say? Oh, he'll warm up. This finna be good. No foreplay. <laughs> no, no foreplay. Just... No, no. Let's just... <laughs> let's get to it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Great Jeez. special. Great special. Yeah. And again, it's it. it's a week out. I don't want to be that group to where we just. I guess. I mean, we could do a whole spoiler right. review on it, but we're not going to do. That. And listeners, I'll have you know, I was prepared to spoil this for everyone, but your guy Walker um, intervened, which I'm glad he did, and ha- made me really think about what I was going to do. So, yeah. I mean, it's one of the reasons why they take him. Up, they, they take up people's phones before they go see some specials, right? Because right. if it gets out, the, those jokes don't hit the same. Yeah, they don't hit the same. This You're is right. why I'm. I'm we we can touch the high level points that he was making right without revealing the punchline gotcha. so you'll still the punchline will still be fresh but we'll, yeah we'll reveal them at some point at some point yeah. absolutely yeah, we're absolutely you a few time we're not like Popeyes. absolutely let me ask you this your favorite your favorite is this your favorite stand up by Chappelle? i have to get back with you on that one mm, okay and i don't feel like it is I think I, I have I've laughed during this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There are others that I've laughed harder. I feel like there there's some other ones where I've been hysterically laughing. Not this is my favorite one on on Netflix. He's done. I think this is like the fourth on Netflix. I like I like this last one. I mean, I get it. People mm-hmm. didn't care for it. Right. I get it. But no, I like I I think. Let's see here. See if I can find because I can't think of any right now. That's Equanimity a, was the last one. See, I don't even remember. That was on Netflix? Mm-hmm. That's okay. when it came out like a year or so ago. Okay, see, by and large, I wasn't really crazy about any of his Netflix ones up to this point. Gotcha. But this this one, you know, like like you like you people like to say, this one hit a little different. Um <laughs> 
I guess because there was so much truth in it, and they say you know there's there's humor and truth anyway. So you know, right. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Well, but, yeah. Cool. Cool. But def- definitely highly recommended if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, I know. I know my my inner circle. They've all seen it, and we've had some hilarious discussion about it. So that includes you too, Walker. Don't feel left out. You're right here. Oh well, thank you. You're welcome. Shall we uh, transition? Yeah, let's stay on Netflix if we can. Okay. Okay. No chill on Netflix. Um, <laughs> can I? Can go. <laughs> um, so I watched another documentary. On, not another, but I watched a documentary on Netflix. Um, Look, Mom, I Can Fly. Chronicling maybe the, the course of several months and the times and or times in life of Travis Scott. So um, I've seen that, but I've just have overlooked it in terms of when it's on Netflix. I just it, the reviews seem good. Oh, Walker it is so good, and and I don't even I'm not at stand level with Travis Scott. I'm not a rager by any any stretch. I know that comes as a shock to you, Walker. Yeah, <laughs> but just to see the a different side of Travis Scott, um, the birth of his child. You know that got me all emotional. And um, just just to see, you could see little little pieces of change in him right. as he's approaching the birth of his child. Okay. And then um, there's a scene where he's talking on the phone, and he's just letting whoever he's talking to know just how dope having a child was. And it, and, and this is, is his daughter been moments old. I mean, she she just got there. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess Walker, the one thing that I would like to harp on without giving it away, well, it's it's all it's not really giving anything away because if you know a little bit about travis scott you you know anyway no anyway. no no, no. You, you, go ahead go, go ahead um he showed <laughs> it, it made me look at travis scott in such a different light but he took time to reflect and he was looking on his phone and he had a video that apparently he keeps on his phone about one of his earlier sets and so mm. it's him on a stage and there may be 20 25 people there Mm. And he's just rapping his heart out. But what's crazy is, from the few seconds they show you, he's doing nothing different than what we're accustomed to seeing Travis Scott do now. And he talked. He talked about how, what his mindset was at the time. And mm-hmm. then he had a friend of his who I think is a business partner of, of his now. And he was just talking about we knew Travis was special. Our job was to make the world know just how special he was. Wow. And so. <clears throat> Man, Travis talked about how the rise may seem meteoric to some, but man, when you when he when you see him looking at that video and know that he hadn't forgotten mm-hmm. when he was performing for like ten or fifteen people, right. and now he's like, you know, stadiums. Yeah, he's on private jets going everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are falling out. I mean, like he he he's he's a guy now. Yeah, I'd say it the right way. He's, he's a guy. Yeah, but he's like he's that guy. He's now. arrived. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It motivated me in terms, you know, thinking of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think we're trying to sell out arenas doing live shows in our podcast. It's a goal. Yeah, but it's just, it's just, it's something you taught me mm-hmm. a year or so ago. Just keep going. Absolutely. Believe in yourself. Which Travis Scott had no problems doing that. Mm-hmm. He knew, he knew what he was doing was dope. Right. But it's just like he never gave up on himself. And then look at him. And you, know? you can see the progression. I mean, yeah. even, even if it's baby steps, I mean, you're getting better as a performer. 
you're learning how to how to work the crowd right. and this and that. I mean, you there, there's many battles inside of that major battle yeah. to, to be to be discovered and then be this world renowned artist. So yeah, man, that's a lot of lessons in that for sure. Walker, watch it. Okay, watch it tonight. No, not tonight. <laughs> I already got some things queued up. Sorry. <laughs> okay, but no, I will check it out. Though. All right. I will check it out, and and I like Travis Scott. I like Travis Scott. I I thought he was uh, what what is what is his what is his? He's not OVO. I think you. He's Cactus Jack. Okay, La Flame. I mean, he's he's got a lot of different monikers that kind of make up who he is. Okay, Cactus Jack is his label, which you find in the documentary where Cactus Jack came from. So, and it just it's just good, man. It's just solid. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not a stan. I'm not against Travis Scott. Um, Astro Roll, I think, was a huge snub on behalf of the Grammys. On uh, a scale of, on a scale, and they of, show that they show the impact that had on them too, which was good. On a scale of, on a scale of hate to Drake peeping in his window, hate to Drake, hate to Drake. Yeah. Okay. Um, Drake, where is he? Where, where, where are you with with Travis Scott on on a scale of hate to Drake after the documentary? Yes. I'm at a seven. That's pretty close. Yeah, I was, it was probably the five before the doc. I, I wasn't. I don't hate. I don't love. But he was just like right there in the middle. Even after the incredible so love project. Yeah, yeah. He. I mean, he's a real human being. He's not just this crazy. He was a real human being before. No, but <laughs> the persona that I, that I defined in my head of him was just this, as he call, calls himself. He, he's just this rager, and he's just like, you know, he's. I know he's rocking stadiums, but I mean. He's stage diving. He's, you know, smoking a blunt every 20 minutes. I mean, and just like... Yeah, I could get that. I figured just, that. Just this party lifestyle, which doesn't resonate with me, obviously. I know that's hard, Walker, but hey, I know. I'm struggling. <laughs> but it's just like... Peak I the sarcasm. I didn't, I didn't really get a chance to peek into who he is as a person. Okay. So, All right. so that, made, that made him jump up two notches on, on scale. That's impressive. Hey, he's a man. Now, <laughs> shall we uh, transition on? Absolutely, Walker. What do you want to transition to, Walker? Great question. We have the <laughs> discuss or trash segment that I'm telling you, Walker, people cannot get enough of this. I, please, will please, we even, will please. we even be a podcast without it? No. But, but you know, I've, I've talked to so many people, especially after the casties. So uh, <laughs> and they were the just casties. like, so many people just tune in. And was they that just, the annual casties? Annual, this, this was like the fourth annual casties. The fourth? Fourth, yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal, Walker. You'll get invited next year, trust me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm talking to people backstage at the casties. I question if you were there, but continue. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, like, we love your podcast, but honestly, we fast forward to discuss or trash. Like, that's what people come here for. Mm, that's so, why it's award winning. Yeah, and that's why it's hard to even bring the segment up with Where's all the, the award? applause. <laughs> huh? Where's the award? In the mail? It's with our mics? It's <laughs> <laughs> Well played, Walker. Okay. <laughs> what we got, man? What's on the docket? All right. So, discuss the trash. We're going to start with music. Um, new music. New that. music. Yeah. What's ringing in your headphones, Walker? Um, 
lately or this past week, I have not gotten around to her. Okay. That's what you're going to get to. Yes. You've listened to it all. But an artist named Snow Allegra. Okay. S-N-O-H-A-A-L-E-G-R-A. Uh, definite nominee for the most unique name. Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. But no, she's dope. Okay. She's dope. I've listened to... Just it, I'll put it this way. You have just good music. It's yeah. just good soulful music, especially Saturday morning. You want to put on something to just vibe. You clean up the house or you just chilling. That's that's her. Okay. That's okay. her. Sounds a lot like your vibe walker. Yeah, I'm chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate. I'm not hating. I'm just. No, but she is dope, though. That's 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 an artist who I've been I've been listening to her heavy this past week. But I want to get into this next artist who you've been telling me about. Who I'm familiar with, but I haven't heard their latest project. Okay. You talking about her or sir? Her. Okay. So her, God, I had her acronym ready and I just lost Having it. everything revealed? There we go. Um, she dropped a new project uh, on Friday. Okay. And uh, she had, she had, she has a banger on there. One of my personal bangers as I am. Ooh. Dude. That's on that. That's on this project. That's on there. Yeah, yeah. It, it was real weird because I kind of looked at it. She did. She did like you know how some people do a EP or whatever mm-hmm. with like six tracks on it, mm-hmm. and that was on. And as I am was on there, right? Okay. And um, it, love that track. By it the was way, so cr- yes, love it was so that crazy track, stylistically. Walker on the EP. It's like that. Like, I don't know what's so cool about that br- Brooklyn in yes, the Yes, man. From Birmingham, why am I vibing why, to why? that? Yeah, yeah. 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 And we yeah. all know the origins of that track, but whoever produced that, I mean, they did a good job. It was perfect for her, and it's a feel good. It's a yeah, feel good, and it's a, it has a summer vibe to it. Walker, it's, it's yeah. I want to fire up the grill every time I hear it. <laughs> I just want to have it on repeat. The gr- do, you, do you realize how domesticated you sound? <laughs> I mean, what else am I gonna do, dude? I want to go outside and fire up the grill. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Go to a party? Fair enough. Thank you. But um, <laughs> no, stylistically, I have to point this out because her, she is very creative. We know that, right? Sure. But on the EP, I don't know if you've seen the album cover. I have. But you know, there's like a like a photo, like a Polaroid photo mm-hmm. with an image in it. On the EP, it's the same Polaroid, but there's no image in it. Uh, it's so cool. And it's just like, it's like kind of give you salivating for the album. Gotcha. So uh, anyway, incredible Project Walker. Um, I will admit the first time, I- it, but there are other there are there in addition with if as I am is on is on that it is there on are it. other tracks that she's previously revealed that are on it too right absolutely she she so I she love I loved a, like a, a lot of that work in the past okay like yeah. I've listened to I've listened to, so basically I think I've heard a lot of this album I'm pretty sure there's some newer tracks on this album sure right? you you know um, speaking of features uh, she's got Caesar on there which I think her and Caesar just Daniel match Caesar. made it yeah match made in heaven not not Caesar sitting across with me um, but she's got YBN Corday on there twice yeah. yeah okay now now they collaborated on YBN Corday's solo project or his debut project I should say and put a banger out so they they've got some good studio chemistry there too okay um but anyway no i was gonna say before man when i put this on i was actually at the gym and it's just it to me it just wasn't at the gym type of vibe right but um i put i put it on again after the fact and this is one of those projects to where i didn't want to miss anything so i didn't skip any tracks like i was listening through everything okay so i listened to it not straight through but in the times I had to listen to it, 
I would just pick up where I left off. I don't do that a lot, Walker. Gotcha. Not a lot. Um, so yeah, definitely dope project for you to check. And um, also, uh, rhyming with her, we have Sir from Los Angeles, California. Is it, what does that stand for? Uh, I have no idea, but okay. the dude is dope. Okay. And think and mentioning thinking of Daniel Caesar. These guys. This is this is Daniel Caesar with a black and mild and a bottle of yak. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like. This is like this is like a real dude. Not saying Caesar is a real dude. Caesar, <laughs> Daniel Caesar is just. I apologize. What? Daniel Caesar is not a dude. He's a, he's a guy. But let me give it to you this way. Daniel Caesar is the guy that that the girl brings home to let her parents meet, right? And then okay. after they meet, she ditches Daniel Caesar and she goes to Sir. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've been the Daniel Caesar of that example many a time. <laughs> hey, what happened? So, what was her name? <laughs> Too many names to give out here, Walker. Um, but nah, but nah. That's that's how I, that's how I take it. Um, again, another solid project. Uh, R and B. It's classified as R and B, but there's like a lot of soul, like an edgy soul to this thing, like. He's not D'Angelo by any means. I consider D'Angelo to be like really iconic in my mind. Stratosphere of his own. Yeah, but you know, D'Angelo came with that edge. I guess. Sir, you can tell D'Angelo is one of the D'Angelo inspires, sir, because he's got he's going for that feel, and he's got that he puts that Cali on it that I just love when people do. Mm -hmm. It's just a well, well put together project. So. Um, I don't know if you can listen to this one while cleaning the house. <laughs> not in my house, not with kid ears listening, because it, it, it gets kind of explicit. Mm -hmm. But um, the dude is talented. The dude's got insanely good production, and uh, he put together a really dope project. What's the name of the project? Uh, Holding On to Summer. Chasing Summer. Okay. Yes, Chasing Summer. Gotcha. Sir, capital S, lowercase i, capital R. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. And Snow Allegra's project was called Ugh Those Fields Again, right? Yes. <laughs> Which yeah. she's automatically a nominee for album of the year just on that title in my book. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Cool. Cool. Any more tunes, Walker? You ready to move this thing on? Let's keep it moving. Okay. Here we are at the sports section of Discuss Trash. All right. All right. Um, we're going to kick things off with uh, Kobe Bryant. He's been in the news waves uh, here lately. He went at Shaq, and um, he talked about the rings, how many more rings he could have won if Shaq wasn't so lazy. Are we going to discuss or trash this? Let's discuss it. Okay. Let's discuss it. Um, well, and actually, Kobe was Kobe was in Vegas um, speaking to, I guess it's an insurance company. Yeah, I guess they had odd. A, yeah, yeah. They, you know, but you know, when they have these conferences, they bring in speakers from whatnot. I guess he, he may have been one of those surprises. But, but to get Kobe, he was, though. Hey. That's it's major. A, that's a nice. That's a nice little thing to get into there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, how much you think he's making as opposed to Clintons and the Obamas? Because you know oh, they're like in the millions. Yeah, but you not, know Kobe's not, a, not there. But he's not Obama level. Um. Quarter he, quarter I mean, mil. I think he could feed his family a little bit. You know, he's uh, well, he has think, a part time I, job or something. I don't think family feeding his family has been an um, issue. I'm just saying. I think he's making enough to feed them. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Just just enough. So anyway, he's he's uh, he's I guess they're in a part where they're they're asking it's like an interview style sort of thing, and he's asked a question about Shaq. Uh, Want to roll that for us? Sure. Who would Shaq be if he had your work ethic? He'd be the greatest of all time. If Shaq had your work, he'd be the greatest of all greatest time. Greatest of all time by sure. Mom. He uh, he'd be the first to tell you that. 
for sure. I mean, this guy was a, a force like I have never seen. I mean, it was crazy. You know, a guy at that size, generally guys at that size are a little timid and they don't want to be tall. They don't want to be big. Man, this dude was, he did not care. He was mean, he was nasty, he was competitive, he was vindictive. I mean, he was, yeah, I wish he was in the gym. I would have had 12 rings. He had the work ethic. My God, yeah. We ain't be close. All right, so mom, if you're listening, um, that was his words, not ours. Right, right. right. We, no F-bombs here. Correct. Um, but Gat. Sure. What do you take away from that? Um, I think he's a little harsh. Um, we, we, we know, and Kobe kind of takes pride in being the, you know, not fanatic, but just really, really just OCD basketball. You know, like basketball is everything for him. You know, he, the, the, in hearing Kobe talk, especially post retirement, it's just like, you've got to devote every ounce of oxygen to your craft, and your craft is basketball. You have to give it everything that you give nothing else. You have to take away from other things to give to basketball. You need to live, die, breathe the orange ball with black outlines. You know, and it's just like. Is that how Kobe sounds? Yes. Okay. Does it sound pretty good? Um, I mean, sure. Okay. But, I mean, you know. So, Kobe, I think he's over the top. Is yeah. Kobe the last of his kind? No. Who in this generation is like Kobe? You really want to do this? I mean, I'm just asking. He was your shout out last week. Westbrook. He's got that mentality. He, I mean, he wants to eat people whole on the okay. basketball court. He doesn't care. Okay. Now, don't ask me to think beyond him because I'll, I'll, I'll have to take a few minutes. But West has got that mentality for sure. He plays. With, I, I, I see what you're question. getting there. Here's the thing. To me, I think Kobe's a he's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Kobe is. You a don't think sociopath. Russ is? Let me build it for Kobe. Okay. Let me build it for Kobe. Here we are, and Kobe sounds like they just lost game five. <laughs> yeah. He just, like, he's, he's, he's still there. He's in, he's laying in the bed with his wife, and he's talking about why this guy is the reason we can't get over the hump in a series. Like, he, he's still there. And he, it's all, it's again, to your point, that's all he thinks about. He's just a natural born competitor. Now Westbrook is like that. I don't know if I don't know if I call Westbrook a sociopath though. I'm not sure if I would. I'm not sure if I would. Because there's aspects of Westbrook's game I would like to see him improve in. Kobe and Kobe pretty much worked on pretty much a lot of his weaknesses as a player. Okay. The only thing that he was weak in is that that mental switch with him. Right. Right? Yeah. Which, I don't, again, he's a sociopath. I don't know if you fix that. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, I think that Shaq probably would have been... I don't think Shaq would have been a journeyman if he had that work ethic. Because here's the thing. Here's how I feel about work ethic. 
what I got from what what Kobe said was that if he had Kobe's work ethic, uh, that doesn't mean he didn't have a work ethic, right? And Shaq even retorted that on IG, like he was like, "Dude, you don't. They don't make a statue out of you out, of you outside of the outside of the Staples Center if you don't have work ethic," which right. is true. True. Yeah. Shaq worked. But you know, work ethic becomes so important as players get older, right? Right. And now you can't rely on your natural God-given talent and ability because Father Time is is, is knocking on your door. So now you have to, I mean, you just look at LeBron, right? You have to work on your diet. You have to train hard in the offseason. You have to do things that will allow you to be as effective as you were when you were just relying on natural born God given ability early in your career. Right. And I think what Kobe was getting at was that if this guy had that mentality that not every, only a few people have, let's be fair, right? If he had that mentality, Shaq probably, probably would have won more championships. I think so. I don't know how many more he would have won, but I know this, he wouldn't have won him with Kobe because I don't think that's why him and Shaq fell out. Their egos were too big. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's no telling. It's a good chance Kobe would have left LA if Shaq was that guy that he's saying uh, he would have he was. That's a good point. Because that's less touches for you. If right. Shaq is the most dominant thing on the court, that means less touches for you. You don't become the Mamba in LA. There's only one Mamba. So, you know what I mean? So, it's, it's, I think he has a point. And it was sad to see Shaq become a journeyman and put on a Celtics jersey. Oh, my goodness. That's a Suns jersey. Cavs? And a Cavs jersey. I think the Suns hurt more than the Cavs. The Suns hurt worse because he was with LeBron, right? You, you can almost be like, okay, we'll let, we'll, we'll let you live. You're with LeBron. You can help LeBron, right? Still. He was with the Suns. He was with himself. Oh, who else was out there? Kevin Johnson? You are disrespectful. Rick Chambers? <laughs> Dan Marley? You are disrespectful. I'm a disrespectful? Yes. Okay. <laughs> any any last things you want to say about that? No. Nothing? No. Um, These two are going to be grumpy old men going to each other for years. They're I frenemies. So. They're frenemies. Yeah. 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 So. Kind of like you and I. We're more friends than enemies. True. Yeah. True. But we have our times. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Um, next up, Walker, we've got Alabama's own uh, LaFleur, Boogie Cousins. Oh, Lord. All right, he's, I'm going to be honest, Walker. He, I know That's he's been, me. That's me, right? Yeah. I know he's been but, in the news, and I know he's he's facing some charges. Is that right? Yeah. From an ex-BM, baby mama. We're going to discuss the trash this. Let's discuss this. Okay. Let's discuss this. So, I'm going to hand the mic over. <sighs> Boogie Cousins, aka Demarcus Cousins, um, recently got married. Right. And uh, I'm pulling it up right now, as I'm as I'm talking about it. Did you get an invite to that? To the wedding? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. My wife did, since she was like, well, no, not even she, because she's she's he's not even with the Warriors anymore. Oh. Um, okay. But I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how that went later. Oh, you went? At Cassidy's privilege. <laughs> Um, Boogie Cousins got married recently. Mm-hmm. Boogie also has a child by another woman, right? Right. And so, leading up to um, leading up to the wedding, 
he had a argument over the phone with his child's mother. Right. Okay. During that exchange, um, he said some threatening things to her. Sure. And I obviously her recording it. Uh, she went to go file a restraining order against him. Um, this then the third, and and a warrant was issued not too long after that um, for him. And I think it's been issued in Mobile, Alabama. It's a misdemeanor charge of domestic violence, basically. Right. So that's 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 what we have here. Okay, Walker, What's you your thoughts, man. You want to know why this is nothing? Why is it nothing? Because in the state of Alabama, I found this out years ago, but in this challenging state of Alabama you lawfully or legally cannot record someone without them being made aware of such recording. I don't think I knew that. Yeah so um, I've been in some situations before Walker. More on that later. But um, I don't know I don't know if that's enough to, to hold I guess in this case but <laughs> I was actually involved in a situation where it probably should have gone in favor of one guy, but mm-hmm. the other guy ended up getting off because he was recorded without his consent or knowledge. Mm-hmm. So even though there was some real revealing stuff on tape that I think even made it to court, it would get thrown out. Yeah, got thrown out. Like, oh, did did he know that he was being recorded? No. Oh well, law such and such says so. That that could apply here, and that'll probably make this um, dirt under the rug. But um, yeah, I think that's all I got to say about that. In it's, terms it's unfortunate. of in terms of a legal situation, I think it's minuscule. I mean, it's a misdemeanor at the end of the day. That's true. Yeah. Um, what I I, I feel as though I feel as though this, this does not help Boogie in terms of his NBA career. Uh... Here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. I feel that I feel that people are already secretly trying to push him out the door already, and I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair, but Boogie already had a stigma for being for having a bad attitude, fair or unfair. Okay. Um, he went to the NBA. I mean, he went to the Golden State Warriors in an attempt to get a ring, show that he can play with the team, rehab his his image, and set himself up to get a good contract afterwards. Right. Right. We know how that played out. Right. They didn't win a ring. He got hurt. He's now on the Lakers. Right. Playing pickup ball this summer, tears his ACL, he's out for the season. Right. Right? So now, and here's what I thought. There was a conversation that was had uh, during the playoffs. And I was hearing people like even, and I shouted this guy out, uh, maybe on the last recording, Chris Broussard, people like him saying that they felt like the game has passed him by. What? Again. I thought it was ridiculous because if you're going to make that point, you need to make that same point towards Marcus All, who's no one is pointing out. They have the similar skill sets. Right. Right. But again, that's my point. I feel that they're they've they're trying to push him out of the league. Sure. He's already he's already taking veterans minimum salaries to be on these teams to try to prove himself. Now he's now there's this question of his durability. You know what I'm saying? And so these are this is the last thing you want is off the court issues. Now, granted, I don't think this sticks, but this does not help. Can, is this an, a door open for me to disagree with you? Go for it. OK, so um, Boogie, DeMarcus Cousins, has been pretty clean off the court. You haven't really heard anything from him. Sure. In fact, um, 
I know you remember this. A few years ago, there was a there was some sports sportscaster that tweeted, you know, looking forward to seeing your mugshot in five years, right when he left Kentucky to go to the NBA, right? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So um, Cousins retweeted the guy exactly five years after the fact. Not petty at all. With simple caption, that's look at me now. That's my kind of guy. Right, right. So I, I don't love a good love a good dose of petty. Right. While while yeah, while the league may be pushing him out, I don't want you to get it twisted and thinking it's for off the court reasons because there's nothing there outside no, of this. What what I'm saying is that that doesn't help in terms of the league pushing him out. That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying he gets pushed out because of that. Right. I'm just saying that doesn't help. And, and, and Walker, especially and, if you want to go with all these false narratives, these narratives people have conjured up about him in the past, anyway, which have no basis, really. It's unfair. Yeah. So the last yeah. thing you want to do is get caught out in in a situation like that. Right. Hopefully, and, nothing comes of it. But and you Walker, know. lastly, you don't don't forget the fact that he made the choice to leave the Pelicans. Right. Mm-hmm. That was his choice. Sure. There was more money in New Orleans than there was in Golden State. Mm-hmm. He made that choice. So uh, this, this stigma that you're that you're planting that you know teams don't want it because he's playing for veterans. No, he left money on the table. He okay. was he was wanted. Sure. Right. Sure. So that's on him. I'm saying if there are people who are saying the game has passed you by, these are people speaking and talking about. I'm saying that they're like he's at this point in his career where he's not even having a chance to prove that hey, I'm still that guy. No. That's all I'm saying. He's you. had an unfortunate turn of events, and now there are people piling on him during this moment. Ah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I, I know he left clearly, but at the same time, it has not been a good. It has. He's better on himself, and he's been losing. Gotcha. As a result of that, now he's in a he's in a situation where somebody hopefully picks him up and i hate the narrative that they created about him that the game is passed the dude can clearly hit a three right he can clearly like he, for a big man yeah, yeah. so i'm like come on guys let's, yeah. let's not do that um well i mean the lakers haven't cut him yet no okay so no. who knows he may he may be we'll in see. LA next season we'll so. see um all right um next topic walker the coldest to ever do it crawford have you heard of this? No. So do you want to discuss it or trash it? I'm tempted to trash. But well, you can. I wouldn't be offended if you did. You wouldn't? No. Trash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have the official return to college football. Your favorite sport and pastime. What you got, Gat? You happy? Well, depends. You're happy? It depends. Are we going to discuss or trash? We're going to discuss it because you're happy. I want, I'm invested in your happiness, Gatry. You're the emotional one, right? And here you go. Don't act subdued. Don't act like you're not excited. I'm not. Why you're not excited? Because I think you're full of it. Why? I think you're full of it. Why? You tell me why you why you're not excited. It's just not. It's not hitting the same this year for me. Why is it not hitting the same? Uh, I'm not to be honest. I guess I. It's the first season in a while. My beloved Crimson Tide. Really don't have a shot at winning the whole thing, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I got a call last week to see if I had any years of eligibility left. Like they're looking for another D lineman. 
So I got a text message from Gatry. <sighs> yeah, I got a text from Gatry this past uh, Saturday, Friday, Friday. Got a text message from Gatry, and uh, here's this guy right here. I want you guys to hear my my buddy Gatry. Is it okay if I do this? Do I have your permission? I mean, I'd rather that sound come through the soundboard, but if you want to put through the mic, you do what you do. Hey. No, let's keep it authentic. Let's keep it authentic. It ain't got to be go, coordinated. Go walk. See here. Walker! We finna This is this is what I deal with when I we're not recording. I can't believe is <laughs> he is wearing an Alabama polo, turned up. He's ready. He didn't wear no. He, were you wearing Alabama polos all throughout the summer on Friday? No. No. It was your game day polo. It was your pre. It was your game day eve polo. You have eleven of them. No, you have sixteen. How many championships y'all up to now? Seventeen. Continue on Walker. Just, huh? just let me know when I can explain. You are myself. excited about college football. Oh, was it, Walker? You're, you're worse than the media. You are. You're worse than the media. We Walker. are the media now. We do a podcast. You're worse than us. <laughs> <laughs> explain yourself, Walker. You took something totally out of context. I know. You were talking about the podcast on this cook. Thank you. No, I brought it up because I saw and what the you shirt, were wearing. And the shirt, Walker? Yeah. A very you had shirt on. It was, it was you had on a Bama shirt. For the listeners. I had on an Auburn shirt that day too. But I know, but you you had you had super big logo going on. I had a really discreet logo super going on. Super big logo? Yeah, you probably had something covered up half your chest. You know how you guys go. Um but you know, it's discreet. You know, I want to be a good team player because in our office it was like where are your colors why are you not excited about college football <sighs> I don't think you have a reason I think you're just you're just doing that you're putting on no Walker we talked about this before I don't know if we've done this on air but it's just like I don't know that the the feeling isn't the same why is it? Why is that? I don't know. You, you know, I talk about I talk about back in 2010. I think it was the uh, Iron Bowl, Auburn versus Alabama, uh, the the infamous Scam Newton scandal. Um, the aftermath of that, I as I tell people, took a little bit of my soul away. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I rewind back to January of this year, being in uh, wherever you call that place in California, Palo Alto. And I remember seeing a, th- a bloodbath thrashing. And, you know, that may have taken a little bit more of my soul away. And I'm thinking, well, what do I care? You know, like, you think, you think Saban's wearing shirts with me on it on Friday? No. Mm. It's just like. So it took, so losing is causing you to. to yes, if I have to be honest about it. So you're a sore loser. I don't know if I'm a sore loser. Now I watched our game. I watched three quarters of our game, right? You watched three quarters of a Bama game? Yeah. Oh my God, you are disgruntled. Yeah, no, we were late getting home, so I missed the first quarter. Um, but I was out with my family doing something way more productive. But anyway, um, I watched it. I liked what I saw. Yeah. On to the next. You know, like. So, if you get a call and there's friends who have tickets to go down to Tuscaloosa, are you going to be like, yeah, I don't know. It depends on the game. Depends on kickoff time. Yeah. I'm that fan now. So if you did end up going to a Bama game, 
long have you been feeling this way? Mm, I want to say since February. Okay. So if Bama makes it back to the championship game, I'm not going. Get, I'm not going. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if Saban himself calls me and says, "Ryan, we got sideline passes. You keep them, Nick. Or give them to Walker. I don't care. I'm not going to. For what? Did you know how long? You know how long it is. You know. No, 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 no. Let me tell you how it really went. Do you know how how long it takes to drive from here to Memphis? About five hours? No, Walker's three and a half hours. Okay. What are you, Miss Daisy? Oh, <laughs> one day he's gonna learn to board and get to that button faster. <laughs> that was such a long delay. I'm old. Um, three, three and a half hour drive to Memphis mm-hmm. to catch a flight to catch. Excuse me. You drove to Memphis. I drove to Memphis, dude, because you know at that time for Why Bama, you drive to Atlanta. Because you know how expensive it is to fly to uh, California. That's about to say Canada. Um, so yeah, three and a half hour drive to Memphis, two hour flight to Denver, three some odd hour flight to San Jose or wherever. Right? Do you know how much longer that is on the way back when you just took a forty four to sixteen L? So if you won, it would have been worth it. No, it it'd have been worth it, but dude, if we put up a fight, if we'd been within ten. Okay. Did all that Airbnb, you know, guns drawn with braces on. So, so to put a bow on this, Clemson beat the excitement out of you with a little, little help with Cam, a little help from Cam, Cam and Clemson. Yeah. Okay. You know, some kick six sprinkled on. I'm just being honest. So losing, so so if losing is all it does to take the excitement out of you. And I should hate the game of football. <laughs> Not for Saturday. It's, but it's just like... I mean, life goes on, right? Whether Bama, whether the tide's rolling or not. If Bama makes it to the championship game, I want you situated. Situated at home. Well, that's an un- uppercase if. Okay. Okay. Sure. I didn't get your thoughts on college football. Congrats on the um, what I think was probably the best game of the of this past weekend. Probably, yeah. I don't think I would give you that. Not quite instant classic status yet, but um, yeah, it probably will be when they play. Like when they do a replay of the best games of the year. No, it'll, it'll be up there. You don't have a chance. Um, take the credit I give you and don't try to put any more in. This is important. This is a lesson you'll learn as you get older. It probably uh, will be. Great, great victory for your guys. Um, I, I, I've said it most of the offseason when people have asked me. I think Bo Nix is the real deal. Say what you want to say about Treadway, whatever that kid's name is. Um, Treadway? What's his name? The guy that, the quarterback. Oh, I can't even think of his name right now. I Thank you. For it. Thank you, that guy. But, um, Joey uh, Gatewood. Gatewood, yeah. Yeah. I just had a feeling that Knicks was going to turn around that game. Um, I got some hate from my beloved Bama uh, contingency, if you will, just because I knew Oregon didn't stand a chance. And, you know, that... that ch- didn't stand a chance? Didn't stand a chance, man. Oregon's so overrated. We, I mean, we see we see what they do. See, see Walker, this, this is why I can't do this with you, because you don't really know what you're talking about. Um... <laughs> Walker, you 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 tend to forget. <laughs> you tend to forget so many you are things. Hilarious. But you tend to forget so you many. You are things. hilarious. Walker, hold on. Let me explain no, myself. You're hilarious. I've had to explain myself twenty times about this, right? But 
You and, and but but I'm but I don't know anything. You don't. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you why. Oregon, you know, did well at the gate last year, right? Mm-hmm. Then they came up against Stanford, not Sanford, but Stanford, a game in which they were up 20 plus points and still managed to choke the crap out of that game at home at Alton Stadium. These guys are frauds. So you know what they say? Oregon's returning X amount of players every year. Same ones that choked last year. No, you, you guys, you guys can meet at Dallas and do whatever you want to do. You stand no chance to Auburn. I see Auburn every year. Okay. Yeah. To say they had team. no chance, they had a chance. They had no chance. They had a chance. Okay. They had. They did have a chance. Well, how do you explain what happened in the second half of that game? Um, I mean, put there your were Oregon missed, glasses on. There's missed opportunities in that game from Oregon. They dropped a wide open pass in the end zone. Missed the field goal, which is a chip shot. They left points on the board. They had a chance. No. Now I felt like Auburn was going to win, but to Thank say you. that that uh, Oregon didn't have a chance is a bit much. No, Duke didn't have a chance against y'all. They did the first quarter. So um, let's put a ball on that. Okay. Let's move on. That's next. Are we out of next sports? Group? Yeah, we're out of sports. We're into discuss or trash news. <laughs> <laughs> these are just like things that are things outside of uh, music and sports that kind of may have come across your your news line or whatever they call okay. it. Okay. Um, first up, we have what I've called news anchor gorilla. <laughs> discuss or trash? We gotta discuss this. Okay. All okay. right. So oh, yeah, this is you, sorry. This is me. This is me this time. Um So, um an Oklahoma City news anchor apologized after comparing her co-worker or co-anchor who's a black man to a gorilla that they was doing a segment on on a, on a certain broadcast. So, the next day, she goes on and issues an apology that sounds a lot like this. I'm here this morning because I want to apologize not only to my co-anchor, Jason, but to our entire community. I said something yesterday that was inconsiderate, it was inappropriate, and I hurt people. And I want you to know I understand how much I hurt you out there and how much I hurt you. I love you so much, and you have been one of my best friends for the past year and a half, and I would never do anything on purpose to hurt you. And I love our community, and I want you all to know, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize for what I said. I know it was wrong, and I am so sorry. All right, Gat. Um, you look disgusted. Give us, go ahead and give us your opinion. I mean, uh-huh. it's just oozing out of you. Walker, these tears are delicious. <laughs> Listen, we need to start talking about white women being superheroes or supervillains. Oh. Listen, listen. Iron Iron Man has an iron suit. Right. Right? Thor has a hammer. T'Challa has vibranium. Right. White women have tears. Oh. White women have tears. These tears have gotten them out of speeding tickets. Mm. These tears have gotten men killed. Mm. See Emmett Till as a reference. Oof. These tears have started wars. And last but not least, these tears can save women out of their jobs. 
some from losing their jobs, right? Right. Um, here's how powerful these tears are. This woman wasn't even crying. <laughs> <laughs> the black man forgave her. The news, the news station forgave hey. her. The quote unquote community forgave her. Yeah. Right. Right. So you don't even have to really cry. I can just fake cry and I'm back in there. Yeah. Like swimwear. And so she, just she popped right back in the <laughs> Keep the party going. Next, next op- uh, ne- topic for news. <laughs> <laughs> Come back next week when we discuss racism. <laughs> Kill yourself. Right. Yeah, man. Listen again. To quote, to quote, uh, an uncle of a superhero in the Marvel universe: "With great power comes great responsibility." Mm-hmm. I would love to see. Our white women use this power for good instead of their own selfish reasons. Right. Right. So it's just it's it's just it's disgusting to me when I see people do things they know that Okay, so you let me ask you this. Sure. Is that an authentic apology? It's not. Why is it not? Uh, hey, there are no tears. Okay, that's you know, one. and I mean I don't know. It just it just seemed too too saturated with it seemed too it seemed too theatrical, right? Like substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So but but Walker, I wanna I wanna position this question here. Go for it. Is this better than not doing anything at all? No. Uh really? No. So so you'd say she'd be better off not even addressing it. Just continuing to broadcast her news in whatever way she see fit. Here's the deal. No, you didn't answer that. Here's the deal. Um, what's the what's the result? What's the end result? Did she learn anything from that? No. So what's the point? Oh, so let's put on a, a production. Yeah. That's what you're saying. That'll get her. Right. Right. My thing is, if I'm that black, and by the way, we didn't play what he had to say because he's. There's a reason she compared him to a gorilla. She felt like she could. <laughs> right. Right? Right. So, my thing is, what was wrong about it? Mm. What you, was in what was inappropriate about it? You want more than just Oh, the, I want more. Okay. When I when I mess up with my wife, it's not enough for me to say I was wrong. No, right. what were you wrong about? Right. And what did you learn? What did you learn from that? Right. Right? Yeah. Cuz that's a teaching moment in there. Absolutely. Why why did you hurt me? Hmm. Don't apologize for her. You you may not even know what you did. <laughs> right. It's easy to say, oh, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Next. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? So that, that's why that to me, for me, it's it wasn't authentic because I never heard her acknowledge what she did. Ah, uh, gotcha. And to understand that you lived in a world where no one someone can compare you to an animal and it's not being meant to degrade you or devalue you or make you feel less than a regular i mean we were the ones who were considered five-eighths of a human being right 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 so when you refer to us as apes and that that's that's historical racism sure so when you say that you need to understand i am hitting sensitive topics that date back to the ugly history of this country. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people, so I stand here ashamed of what I did. That's messed up what I did. And I don't want to be 
a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. That's an that's an apology. Okay. That's an apology. You got a point there. But just to say I hurt the community. What com- <laughs> what community? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Hmm. Whatever. Anyway, you got anything else on that? No. We can move right on along. What's else on the docket? All right. Um, Johnson and Johnson is under the microscope here lately. Okay. Some of their famous products, such as baby oil and the famous yellow bottled uh, baby shampoo, mm-hmm. um, have been scrutinized lately in terms of linking to opioid addiction. Discuss or trash? Uh, I probably should care, but I don't. Okay. Let's trash it. Trashed. Next up, we have Alabama Zone. K.I.V. Your girl. Gee whiz. You've gone in on her lately. Yeah, she's she's old, she's gay, and she denies both of them. This is not that. It's not time for that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> she denies being old? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, uh, she, in recent, I guess it was last week, it was uncovered that... <laughs> Some pictures of her in blackface in the 60s surfaced. Um, discuss her trash. Oh, let's talk about it. We're going in on K again? I'm doing this for you. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, these pictures surface Walker, and she immediately, she F- immediately, F- F- sw- yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> she immediately swoops in and does all the necessary PR to remove herself from this. I love I love her response. Yeah. Let's get to it. Yeah. So what was that response? I'm paraphrasing it, but she essentially said, this wasn't me. This is not who I am. No, 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 no. no I was no. younger. Did, did I'm missing something? She says, I don't recall. Oh, no, no. I think she did. She did? So she did come back later and say more? Because I, I, I remember hearing the sound bite saying it doesn't define who she is now. Okay. And that may I may have misconstrued something in the in the same sound bite that you heard. She 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 but probably been talking believe, a lot. Okay, well go okay, ahead. Go ahead. Let me to believe she owned it to some degree. But um, you know, we we've seen politicians uh, go through something similar before. We've seen politicians' jobs be placed in jeopardy due to such you know blackface imagery. But I think what's unique about this so so puzzled state of Alabama is. Not once has her job been in jeopardy. Now, um, there have been certain people that have come out and said, you know, yeah, she needs to lose her job for this. This is not this is not tolerable or whatever. But she's pretty much Teflon in this. And I and I got problems with that. You know? Okay. So and it just why sh- why why should she, why should her job be in jeopardy? Um, because I mean blackface is nothing to play around with. We you you've done a good job on this on this podcast in one of our earlier episodes, which I wish I could remember the name of, um, of detailing why blackface is such a big deal. You know, like the origins and how it was really used against people. Yeah, how it was really used against people of color. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, It paints pictures of black people that aren't accurate. You know, kind of kind of defining the stereotype, if you will. Right. Um, So yeah, you may have done this in the '60s and. You know, one one of our ongoing questions in this podcast is it has to deal with statute of limitations. Like, how far do you go? Do you give people the right to change? Does it depend on what they do? I mean, I don't know if that's a question we'll ever get answered, but it's a question that seemingly gets put on this table just about every recording. But you are you are in the position where you represent this state. 
not only nationally but internationally mm-hmm. right and you have this ugly demerit if you will on your record that is surfaced with you coming up in blackface with if your job is not even taken into jeopardy after this that goes to show you where alabama places its morals and its values especially in terms of racism deep-rooted racism it just goes to 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 really solidify the fact that it may be 2019 everywhere else but it's still 1960 here mm-hmm so that's why I got a problem with it. Gotcha. Um, I'll make a comment and then we'll give it back to you if you want to say something else. Hmm, I've, I've put my guts on the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> visual. Um, this is this is a slippery. This is this is tricky. Okay. This is tricky because we see this done a lot with people when we bring up things from their past, right? All right. The million dollar question we want to know is, are you still the same person that you were when you put on? And you probably aren't to a degree. No, she's gay. You think she was gay in the 60s? Hey, Gad, let me keep going. Sorry. I said I was done, didn't I? Yeah, she said, okay, you did. Sorry. You did. Um, <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> you just can't wait. You just... K just hits that button for me. It's like, mm. You want me to hand you your salivate? Let me give you a, give you a Kleenex. Hold on. Wipe, wipe yourself Thank off. You. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. <laughs> but no, like, I, I, it's, 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 again, we see it, and I'm not even, I'm not even, I see Democrats do it to Republicans and vice versa, right? It's kind of a political strategy to where if I can dig up something negative about this person, Right, then I can get them out of there. Right, right, right. And for us, these things are so triggering. And my thing is this: is that going back to the the the, the news anchor. This that's not you. That's okay. If that's not you, then you need to talk about that person who put on that blackface. That was you at a, at a certain point in time. Right, there you go. And how have you changed, Kay? Why, 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 why would you never put that on today? Let's talk about some. Have you learned any lessons from? Because see, my thing is, I'll let you live as long as I know you're not the same person. Where we struggle as Black people is, we're not convinced you're not the same person. You haven't convinced us. And just a brush away answer to say, well, that's not me. How do we know that's not you, Kay? How do we know that's not you? Right? You're right. I can, t- I can speak to specific points in my life when I was younger. And I can say, you know what? That person right there was immature. That person right there wasn't whole. That person right there didn't really know who he was at the time. And as I've gone through life and I look back at that person who was young, I would sit down and have a talk with him about who he truly is. And now he doesn't have to do this stuff to fit in or do what other people are doing. You don't have to compromise your morals and values because this is who you are. Right? Right. I would have a talk with that person, this version of myself, because I now have learned valuable lessons that I didn't have back then. I didn't get that in Kay. And I don't even know if Kay can even articulate it that way. Who knows? So that's why we're sitting at her, looking at her funny style is because we're not convinced, Kay. We're not convinced that you're not the same person. 
And I don't even think you're even interested in trying to convince us. No. So that's why we we still looking at you sideways. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I hand it back to you. Yeah. Okay. To wrap up, discuss for trash Walker. We've got the infamous Popeye's chicken sandwich. Um, or it was. Was yeah. Walker, you in pre-production, you enlightened me that this sandwich has recently sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, discuss or trash. Um, let's discuss it briefly. Okay. Can I start and, first? And by briefly, let's trash it. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that concludes Discuss or Trash for this week. Um, now we have our, what is what is this one? This critically, is critically acclaimed, acclaimed <laughs> shout outs and player of the week in that Thank order. Thank you, Casties. Oops. You said I was going to mess it up, and I did. <laughs> People aren't as crazy about this one as they are about Discuss or Trash. We got to work on this one. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get a war for this one next year. Okay. Um... That, Can I start that out? you're going to invite me to? Yes. Okay. You're, you're coming next year, Walker. Mark my words. Where's supposed to be at? <laughs> that, they haven't really... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put me on the spot? <laughs> as soon as locations revealed, you'll be the second to know. <gasps> oh, goodness. Hilarious. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, uh, my shout-out this week uh, is a repeat shout-out for me. But um, is Mayor Randall Woodfin repeat? Huh? For, yeah, I feel I, like I he's sh- a three time. He may be like a three time. Shot him out three times. I've shot him out before. We believe in this guy. I'm extremely biased as I've known him for a long time. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> but for those of you who don't know, uh, Randall Woodfin is a mayor of Birmingham, Alabama. Does he listen? He does listen. Yes, at least that's what he tells us in our group chat. Nice. So anyway, we're and and I mean I'm working on him as much as I can. I mean the guy's got a pretty important job. Yeah, I mean so yeah. I try to be respectful of that, but I you know we 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 mark this year as a year. Screw of that, Randall. We need you to come on. Right. Well, I've made it pretty clear that he will be on here before the end of the calendar year. <laughs> so no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, Mayor Woodfin uh, earlier last week revealed uh the birmingham promise and so in short what this is is this allows students uh of birmingham city schools the opportunity to go to any public school public university in the state for free um the i won't get into the requirements or all that i'm just going to get into the impact especially for the listeners who aren't aware about Birmingham schematics as, as far as it, uh, in terms of academics. This is a school system that has seen a lot of turmoil, a lot of uh, dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> seeing that seeing that uh, Mayor Woodfin is serving the leadership role in steering this school system, it means a lot to know that he didn't lose sight of it once he got into the driver's seat for this city. Mm-hmm. And um, I love what he's doing here, Walker. I love I love that he's giving he's giving these kids a chance. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I believe Randall does super well at leveraging his influence in terms of fundraising and donations. Okay. And what I mean by that is he's got he's got such good strong relationships with key players on the private sector that you know in or around the city 
to where he can get major players to come in and support initiative like this because let's be honest this is not something the city of Birmingham is financially equipped to handle on its own so you have to go to the private sector to fund this to a degree gotcha. so um and who knows how many doors he's knocked on in terms of um higher level education you know in really promoting this so I love it because he hasn't given up on the school system. Um, we've seen schools in Birmingham City school system close. You know, we, we've seen we, we we're aware of the, the many issues and challenges they face. But um, this is going to this is going to this is going to cast a new light over this over the school system. I believe this is major. So I look forward to seeing how it unfolds. OK, um, it's exciting. Um, very noteworthy. And shouts out to him. Absolutely. All right, so my shout out goes to Los Angeles woman, Shirley Raines. Shirley Raines is the beautician and founder of Beauty to the Streets with a Z. So basically what it is is her team, her and her team of, uh, she and her team of volunteers are basically, they're out on a mission to bring meals and services like, you know, styling their hair, just basic, basic things that they're not able to afford on their own, obviously. Um, she's visiting places like homeless, people on Skid Row, people in different parts of the LA, of, of Los Angeles downtown where there's a lot of homeless homelessness and she's just bringing meals to those people. She, we watched a video of her before pre-recording, we decided not to include it in, but she's a mother of five and she actually lost a child. Um, and she just mentioned that these people aren't bad people. These people aren't, you know, what people have been stereotyped for them to be. They're just broken. And basically, she said at the end of the day, we're all broken in some form or fashion. We just have different ways of how it affects us. Right. Right. And so her mission is just to be a blessing to those individuals and provide services that they aren't able to afford for themselves. And it's a great it's a great uh, thing. Um it's shout out worthy and i think she is a beautiful wonderful soul for even having the heart to do that so i want to shout out shirley rains of los angeles very cool man and i was privileged to see um the video clip we saw in our pre-production meeting and um i love the impact she's having i love to hear how highly the people she's impacting speak of her absolutely and um yeah she she's a blessing for sure that's so, purpose yep that's purpose um we're gonna give her some of that Unfortunately, we got to get into the foolishness too. Cool. Yeah. All right. Who 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 messed up, man? So, Walker, I'm taking you to Arkansas today, and no, I'm not dealing with law enforcement officials this week. Um, I'm dealing with those we trust to handle our emergency calls. Yes, when we dial 911 <laughs> and we want help, we depend on you going. to relay our information to the necessary authorities because mm -hmm. we are in dire straits, right? So um, we're in Arkansas, Walker, and we've got a situation. And it, it's funny. I've looked at this. I've looked at this article several times, and I believe these names are being concealed for privacy reasons or whatever. So um, enter. Well, just for just just to keep the example fresh, we'll um, we'll say Lady One and Lady Two. Is that okay? okay? That's fine. Okay. So Lady One is driving in her car during a torrential downpour, right? And so she she ends up cutting across an apartment complex to 
to get to her home or wherever she needs to go a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Well, this, the I guess the parking lot or driving area through this apartment complex had almost totally flooded, right? And she doesn't realize that till she gets there. But mm-hmm. being on, being in a panic state and, you know, the weather doing what it does, I guess she abandoned um, her thoughts and thought that her car could drive through what seemed to be a you know a drivable puddle, but you know how this goes, Walker. Right. Sometimes you drive through and you you realize that that puddle is deeper than car. you think. Yeah. So um, she does just that, Walker. She loses control of her car, and next thing you know, her car is sinking mm. in this. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a puddle at this point. I don't know what's deeper than a puddle, but um, her car's a car starting to sink. Right. Mm. So she does when that's any, a scary feeling. Yeah. She does what anyone any any one of us would do. She calls nine one one. Mm-hmm. Right, so um, she calls nine one one. Lady one calls nine one one. Nine one one caller picks up. Um, she tells her, "Hey, listen. She she owns up to everything. I cut across this apartment complex trying to you know access this road so I can get here. Da da da. And it turns out I'm in this situation and there's water coming into my vehicle. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she goes on to explain how the water is at her ankle level and mm-hmm. slowly but surely rising. So, um, I guess logically, being the 911 caller, you would say, okay, well, you know, hang on one second. Let me see who I can get to come out and rescue you. But this particular caller had other thoughts. She goes on, Walker, and I'm shortening a lot of the story, but she goes on to ridicule this lady about how she shouldn't cut through an apartment complex to decrease her drive. And she essentially got what she deserved or cutting through said parking lot or apartment complex. So the lady at this point during the call is still calm. You know, she's like, yes, I know I, I fessed up to that, but listen, wow. water is entering my car at a, you know, at a more rapid rate. Mm-hmm. I cannot get out. <clears throat> I need help. Okay. And so the 911 caller goes on again to ridicule her even more. And so, um, you, you can hear the wasting time, right? You can hear lady one getting more and more panic as the call goes on. And so finally more waters in the car. Right, point. right. Finally, the 911, uh, one lady admits to her and she says, listen, with the weather, our, our, the authorities have been dispatched all over the place. Someone will get with you when they can. Okay. Now I've never done training for 911 call center, but I don't think you tell people that, you know? So, um, long story short, Walker, this woman goes on to die, Lady One, Gosh. while on the phone with the 911 call center dispatch lady. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, my question is, like... I'm so glad you went first. Yeah, like, but how heartless of a person are you? Now, I know you've probably had a long day. I'm sure the phones have been ringing off the hook because... People get crazy when the weather gets crazy. But I mean, this is a human. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Jeez. I wish I had names because names make this so more emphatic. Wow. But Uh, they had to protect her. Yeah. I I could see the 911 caller being protected. But I guess since the lady is deceased now, they had to protect her to a degree as well. But just an unfortunate situation, Walker. And... I mean, really, it's my only question. Like, really? And just, just think if you had, if you had taken time to act, 
upon this call being made instead of ridiculing this person. It's just a job for some people, man. Yeah, it's just a job. And it shouldn't be that way, but hey. Anyway. So, uh, 911 call center lady who has since lost her job. Um, I don't even want you sitting next to me. You're Phil. Get her out. Just get her out of here. I don't care. So we're, we're gonna put the we're gonna put the reward back in the cabinet. The player with yeah. Reward. I don't I don't think you give her anything here. No, you give her an award. Okay. She just doesn't sit next to us. Okay, gotcha. You just gotcha. gonna ship it to Arkansas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Should we call her and get her address? No. no. Okay. It, it'll find her. Okay. Dirt usually has a way of finding filth. Oh. Okay. Wow. Well, we're going to. <clears throat> In search of our POW, uh, we're, this award will be shipped to New Jersey. Okay. Where two women have been arrested and accused of shoplifting um, a baby stroller. In the process of shoplifting the baby stroller for said baby, they left the baby in the store. Okay. Now, who are these two... Brilliant women, you ask? Marianne Cash and Nan McCarthy, right? And by the way, I don't know if their tears got them out of this one. <laughs> right? Okay. We don't know. Um, they have been sh- arrested and charged with shoplifting and conspiracy. All right. They have them on camera. So <laughs> clearly they come in and take a stroller for said baby. I have so many questions about this. <laughs> Same here. I'm just- I have so many questions here. Right. Um, number one, I may I may cover you. You can you can ask any anyone that I that that I may not ask. Number one, I think the most important thing for your child is that you're there in their life, more so than a stroller. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you have to think. This is this is something that I'm gonna teach my children. I'm sure you're teaching yours right now. How to think through on decisions, right? Yes. yes. It's okay. A struggle, What's the point of stealing a stroller for baby if you're not going to have the freedom to push them around in said stroller? It's just called thinking it through, right. right? Right. Number one. Number two. If I'm trying to instill correct things in my child, and let's say I do decide I'm going to steal. Why would I steal with my children with me and then turn around and try to tell them not to steal when they clearly see mom stealing out of the store? Uh, doesn't add up. Doesn't add up? No. Okay. Not to me. That's question number two. Right? Question number three. That's the obvious. Why are you so gung-hung on stealing this stroller when you've neglected to make sure that you had your child? Where are your priorities at this point, right? Yeah. Is there any, did, it, did I hit Did I hit all the major ones? Absolutely. I got them all? Yes. Good. Um, they'll never answer because uh, for all that we know, they're in jail. Uh, as well, they should be. Okay. Um, those children, uh, I hope there's some guardians in place that can take them or else they're part of the system. And that's oftentimes the worst part of this whole thing. This, yes. They're, they're pretty much, they suffer the worst because of it. Right, so Marianne uh, and uh, what's your name? Yeah, Marianne Cash and Ann McCarthy. Um, if you could, we know you're listening. Um, hit us up on on, on IG or Twitter. 
and uh, let us know which uh, precinct or jail cell you're at, and we'll mail these uh, Player of the Week awards to you because yes. uh, you're not going to be able to make it down here to sit with us anytime soon. No, no so, chance. Yeah, those are my Player of the Weeks. Wow. Um, you got anything else, man? No. Um, we have we have a couple of things before we wrap before up. Before we wrap up, ending on a summer note. Yeah. Um, hurricane traveling through the Atlantic Ocean. Um, there was concerns about the hurricane hitting the Bahamas. Well, did you like to give us an update? Sure. I think yeah. it's Hurricane Dorian. So yeah, Hurricane Dorian. Um, and Gatry yeah. is from the Bahamas. Yes. Which yes, is why I good, bring that up. Good point. Yeah. My, my mother. Well, I'm not from there. My mother was born and raised there. Yeah. That's, so, that, that, you're from there. Okay. Thanks. Um, no, Hurricane Dorian. You can came, claim that. It came through the Bahamas. Thankfully, it. Um, it did not impact our personal island of Nassau, Bahamas. Not personal, like we own it, but that's where our roots are. Gotcha. But it did do some extensive damage to the island of Abaco. Um, beautiful island, and um, thoughts and prayers with those who are impacted. Um, yeah, it, it it ravaged parts of that island. So yeah, pretty okay. pretty rough to watch. But yeah, well, I thought some prayers are definitely with them. Um, Kevin Hart. We're recording on actual Labor Day. Right. Um, so yesterday on Sunday, it was reported that Kevin Hart was in a serious car accident, which left them. They, they described it as serious back injuries. Yeah. Um, I don't know what all is entailed with that, but back injuries can be kind of scary. Yes. Um, but our thoughts and prayers are with him. I'll take it. I'll be honest with you. I'll take it. Um, it's better than the alternative. Yes. Yes. Because he's still here. He's still yeah. here and he can make a recovery. So I'm here for it. Our thoughts and prayers are with him and Kev. Get soon. Get well soon. Um, so yes, you're you're in our thoughts and prayers. Lastly, but not least, um, I'm sure some of you are aware. On Saturday night, there was a or Saturday afternoon, there was a mass shooting in Austin, Texas. Um, I hate it, Walker, because this is becoming a common news topic here in in recent memory. But um, while we're not going to get into the details of what happened. We want to focus on our thoughts and prayers being with those impacted as well. Just this um, senseless and very selfish act. So, yeah. Okay. All right. We got past that. Um, Again, everyone, we want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Again, you can find us on at the tipping point. That's T-H-A tipping point dot com for all of our content. You can find our social media out there as well. And uh, follow us, subscribe to us, and keep listening. Again, this is the Tipping Point Podcast. Have a blessed week.